Welcome back to the Pop Culture Pop Quiz Podcast, starring your host and navigator, Angelo, a.k.a. L. Here to join us on this special quest is the one and only Emiliano. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. You're welcome. Welcome to the show. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay, my name is Emiliano. A lot of people are going to hate me for this, but my star sign is Gemini, two-faced, I guess. I really like Y2K because of I just really like how trends stuck in Y2K. I really enjoyed like how they stayed out like throughout their time, and it's like I I very much prefer the how the way trends stuck then than it is now because like fast fashion and all that. It's kind of annoying to see like trends go out so quickly and not be like appreciated for like like what they're worth. Yeah, I think those are like a few, like a little too fun facts about me. Oh, absolutely. Any listeners who have been around on our station for a while know that I am an absolute Y2K fanatic. So to have someone else in here who is just as passionate about that, it might not seem like it, but I'm smiling on the inside. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, tell us a little bit about your take on fashion compared to now from like back then. So I feel like what made fashion very special was the designs. I feel like there was just a very like unique design. I don't know, very colorful, very bright, or also like just very elegant. I wouldn't know how else to say it because like, I guess I would need to like see a lot of designs in front of my face. Also just like pop culture wise, like if you were like, there was just so many trends going on, like shiny lip gloss, juicy couture, like tracksuits, like variations of fashion represented and like TV and, and movies. And you would see it in like these characters in like 2000s like cheetah girls like had a huge impact like disney channel in general had a huge impact and we all saw that and i feel like it differs now because like in modern day like i feel like fashion has gotten like beige family core where it's like people like very much have like a neutral tone to their house or like neutral tone to like their overall look and it's like that's not bad like i respect your like aesthetics and all that but also like i feel like we still need to have that bright colorful like skillful fashion in both media and tv that like last long so that environmentally we're doing good but also like aesthetically we also look good but yeah that's like my take on that little fashion bit no all of that is good it's good to really absorb that information and it really shows that there are more people out there than we probably think who really do pay attention to said details involving color and aesthetics i feel like the girlies nowadays just kind of go with whatever's you know Mm -hmm. popping and they're not like actually passionate about it yeah no i agree with that because it's like you like for me especially with like social media i feel like people when people get like a paid promo like that's it like there's no real like connection anymore to that like i said it's not denying that there's still real connection to that but it's also just like it's not as noticeable as it was before like there's no there's only like a couple of faces that you connect with like a certain fashion brand or certain like program and before it's like you were like if you saw someone wearing something you'd be like oh they're the model for this or like they're the model for that and now it's like you can literally be like an instagram like influencer and it's like oh yeah i did like a sponsorship with dior or like like Prada and like that's it and like it's just it's very interesting to see how things changed over time right Naomi Campbell was quoted saying my generation like me Linda Evangelista and Christy Turlington and we worked and Cindy Crawford like we worked to get to where we are right now and these girls it's almost like it's just kind of handed to them mm-hmm it reminds me of like I think it was Naomi Campbell or someone else who was talking about Kendall Jenner and like how nepotism plays a really big part in modeling and like acting as well but in like in the sense of like fashion and all that like I remember Kendall Jenner being like oh yeah I can never do like this many shows in one season and it's like that's good because it's like yeah you don't want unfair working conditions but it's also like it's crazy how like these models back then were like so scrutinized and they worked so many shows for one season and it's like we still haven't given their flowers for that like we've 
underappreciated it like yes we see like certain looks but we don't look at all the looks they provided and also just like when comparing them with Kendall Jenner it's like who had who seems like they're giving like who seems like they're you know serving on the runway and who seems like they're like gen genuinely dedicated to that you only see in very certain models but like with like I said fast fashion I feel like people can't see it because they can't look past the design so I feel like like Angela said like it's just very much like they're not doing it how they used to like I said good for them like without like not doing like falling working conditions because yeah like we need that but also I think it's it sucks that like they get so much acclaim for not for getting giving their energy on such a level when people were giving their all on every show wow speechless thank you no genuinely because all of those points are just absolutely on point no pun intended there really does need to be a little more like pizzazz put into it i believe it was Janice Dickinson, who kind of said the exact same thing in terms of how there's no passion and pizzazz anymore on like the runway. Everybody just looks so miserable. Yeah, no, it's like you like, I just feel like people are not focused enough on like actually dedicating. Like, I feel like especially with big brands, they like they look more towards like the diversity route. And that's good. We need more diverse models and like race sexuality like body type gender but i feel like once they do that they're like okay we're done and then they don't like give them the same like quality and and credit that they used to give these other models like the like the designs they'd have them wear and the like style motions they'd have them do and just overall all these like things that made them great they don't give to these girls now like these models now like that's something like the industry needs to change really quick on because it's like i love it because we see more people who look like us who look like your everyday self but also like why why are you going to give them something like why are you going to give them content and and fashion that doesn't work and you know like no one really look looks at and is like oh that's cute because it's like not as cute as it was before if that makes sense oh yeah no i get that i also want to circle back a little bit to when you were talking about fast fashion because mm -hmm. in recent years there has been a lot of like fast fashion brands yeah. sort of like on the rise you know both in-person retailers as well as, you know, just like online shops as well. And while we normally don't like to name too many names yeah. in terms of, I mean, who's going to sue us, right? It's college radio. Nobody's listening. But at the same time, it's important to call these things out in order to, you know, sort of like make a change in uh -huh. that sense. And so, you know, go ahead, spill the tea. Tell us, you know, what brands right now do you think are causing more of a detriment to the mm -hmm. sort of like style world in this current decade i think we all know like the one brand that we see a lot is shein that's a brand i feel like we've all seen and it's like i understand it's like cheap and affordable and i feel like that's what gets people but also like when you look at what people are buying literally a year later they're not wearing that again like it's literally like oh this is my concert fit and like that's it and they throw it away and it's like before like a concert fit it's like yeah it's special but you'd also be able to break it up and use it for different occasions like my friend's birthday party or like i'm going out for like a really fancy dinner with like this guy like people would be able to like use these like clothes for like all sorts of things and it's like now people it's like it's like a one and done overall i feel like that's something that i've seen a lot is just like if something's cheap i'm gonna get it too but like also i don't i've never bought from shein but like buying something cheap like everyone does it because then you know like okay like if i don't wear it again if i don't use it again it's fine because i only bought it for like what two bucks but it's like it's also like that kind of mindset's what puts these same like these same people that have that mindset are the same ones that are like judging and be like oh like that's looks so chuggy or like that doesn't keep up with our modern times and i feel like with like shein 
is one of those brands that contribute to the overall like mindset and culture of fast fashion but also i guess like retail stores as in general as well because like they'll be putting out stuff that they they're like oh this is cute because like this is what people are buying now and then like three months later it's on clearance and then it's never seen again and then we're back we're on to a new trend would you also say that fashion nova is kind of in a similar boat yes i was just i was thinking i was like who am i confusing or who am i missing and it's definitely fashion nova because i feel like for the long like fashion nova has been a long time in the making like i feel like it's been there forever like i literally remember like eighth grade hearing about fashion nova like and i still do to this day fashion nova it's kind of like forever 21 honestly if not the same because they're both kind of just been around for so long i don't think people look at it as fast fashion but like in reality it is like when you people buy something from fashion nova i don't ever see them wear it again as well it's just like she and like they buy it once it's a good price never again not to hate on anyone who buys from fashion nova but also like a little bit because like some of the outfits on there are like kind of chuggy like the point that i'm trying to make is just like i think it's sad that like because of how much money people get now it's like hard to like actually get an affordable clothing but also like i feel like we shouldn't resort to things that are like really really cheap because like i get making like um an order from shein like once in a while but i also don't think we should be conditioned to making like a constant like oh my god let me order shein on friday let me order fashion nova on friday like that's not helping like i feel like if you were to buy it once a month okay like i respect that or like twice a month because like that's your budget and i understand but also like i think people it's not even the case anymore i feel like people are just buying constantly from like fashion nova and shein on these products that like in a month or two are literally going to be out of style and like people are going to be throwing it away i can honestly say that for myself i have never ordered from shein ever there has been some stuff that like i've looked at it and it's like okay i'll take a picture of this and maybe i'll get to it when i get to it you know but i don't know i just never really felt the need to get something on there because i thought i could get something from somewhere else that's a lot nicer it would probably fit a lot better Mm -hmm. you know and then on the other hand when it comes to fashion nova it's it's sort of in a similar boat but then the funny thing about fashion nova too is that you know although it is technically like a fast fashion brand when you compare Fashion Nova to Sheen yeah. and the price range, honey, that's that's a whole other thing yeah. in itself because, and that's what I don't understand about Fashion Nova. How are you guys going to make these, if we're being honest here, not so great quality clothing for these ridiculously damn mm-hmm. like high prices? Like that's kind of like what I was trying to like say earlier. Like I feel like Fashion Nova, like it's kind of Forever 21 in that sense because it's like, point is it's like these clothes aren't really like made well. They're kind of made not to la- like withstand or last that long because that's the point. Like they really just want to get them out of the rocks now that i'm thinking about it i've never seen a fashion nova store but that's like a story for another day but yeah i feel like you said it's just like how are you gonna make clothes that are so expensive like not expensive but also like not cheap for quality that's not the best and then like sell it and then next and then like three months dump it out like it's very it's very random to me what do you think that says about sort of our culture and the sort of like you know wasteful lifestyle that has been embraced by so many different people yeah because like it's like i was saying earlier i feel like this just proves a lot about like the way we're all getting paid i feel like minimum wage has not really increased for the better i feel like everything has gone up so much in price that like it's hard for people to buy such like like not, I guess luxuries, but also somewhat necessities because we kind of all need clothes. Like that's kind of a given. But also like I feel like it's sad that like people have just kind of turned a blind eye to like the behind the scenes of like fast fashion because like they need they need clothes and they want to look, I guess, attractive or like aesthetic to the to the people they meet and to the people they know or the people who they follow and follow them back and all that. And I feel like it kind of goes in the circle of like it's like, OK, not making enough money to social acceptance 
and then following with the trends. And I feel like it's so sad that it kind of goes all in that circle where it's like people have relied on these like these online stores to kind of like be like, okay, you know what? Like this will make me more like, I guess, attractive. This will make me more like good. This will look more, this will look very cute. But it's also like sometimes when you're ordering from these websites, you literally have no idea what you're going to get because it's like you don't get to try it on. You don't get to like see it. And then it's also just like I said, like it's something that people will dump out in less than like three months. And it's sad because like then we'll just create this like wasteland of like all these clothes from like Shein and like Fashion Nova and like all these other brands that do the same thing because people can't like think responsibly about. Well, yeah, like I guess think responsibly or budget responsibly on how to like how to accurately and safely buy clothes from a fast fashion trend or like how to do it without harming the environment and just overall like you know just like harming the environment to prevent that yeah would you say the same also applies to makeup brands cosmetics i see the makeup brands i haven't been very educated on that yet but i also do feel like people like trends with makeup go quickly as well i feel like make like look like makeup looks aesthetics and like clothing is what like goes by so quickly now like i feel like people are from one makeup onto the next but i also feel like i've seen makeup in groups of like aesthetics like the goths or like coquette like or like you know just like aesthetics of that sort i feel like people have stuck firmly with like the the brands and the like makeup products they use so like i I feel like i've seen more with like fashion like fast fashion i've seen more examples of that but like i could be wrong so now it's cool and you know the whole beauty industry in itself is such an exhausting topic to get Mm -hmm. through you know with all the sort of like problematic figures out there and their products that you know, if we're being honest, are really not the best. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Y'all's faves are not only total creepazoids, but literally their products aren't even like, you know, that long lasting or that sustainable for real. Mm -hmm. So it's a really sort of like interesting kind of viewpoint on that. And I also love the fact that you brought that up because it's one of the main reasons why when it comes to, you know, shopping for clothes, I've always preferred to do it sort of like in person. Yeah. I mean, just because I have social anxiety doesn't mean that, you know, I'm not going to go there and just make sure that this is actually going to fit on me and that mm-hmm. it won't look like something that's oversized. Yeah, because, like, I say that a lot because I work in retail. So it's, like, I try my best to help people out. Because, like you said, like, we do get customers that have social anxiety. So it's also, like, you want to make sure you respect your customers, like, time in the store because you don't want to, like, pre- like, I not, I wouldn't say pressure because that sounds weird, but, like, you wouldn't want to, like, put a lot on them if they're kind of already going into the store and doing their own thing and i feel like in-store shopping because like you said it's so easy to do like it's kind of easy to do online shopping because i've done it too but then it's also like i've said shopping in stores like better because you get to see what you're buying you get to see how it fits on you you get to see like what's the right fit and if you really like need help like you there's always going to be someone there to like help you out with that and it's like even in thrift stores like you'll be able to find all sorts of like things like you know like your favorite i don't know design favorite band shirts whatever it may be it's like if you just shop in store whether that be like locally at a local um clothing store or like a local thrift store or just a store you have in your mall i feel like it's just so much easier because you know you're buying a product that's gonna last you or like should last you a good time before you're like oh on to the next and then you like dump that out and you just like have a whole collection of like waste Mm. yeah so basically i hope you guys took away like with fashion like just think responsibly like just be careful not to follow like certain trends and stuff that you know like won't last but also like i feel like a lot of us talk too much about celebrities in the sense that like we don't know what they're going through but also like we should also hold them accountable but i think you should also take that within your own life like if someone is not treating you right if someone's not 
acting right make sure to hold them accountable and bring it up but other than that i hope you guys really enjoyed listening today it was a lot of fun being here thank you angelo for having me but yeah that's all i have to say for today all right y'all give it up for emiliano one more time our next guest is another certified fashion expert here on our local campus who is here to offer some very stylish tips on what he considers to be the amazing world of fashion. Would you please give a big warm welcome to Julian Salazar? Hey, <laughs> it's me, Julian Salazar. What's up? Welcome to the show. How you feeling about being here on the radio today? Thank you so much for having me, Angelo. I'm feeling super excited and ready to share my knowledge with the world. All right, perfect. Now, as per our previous interview with our previous guest, the amazing Emiliano, he gave us some really interesting tips on how the fast fashion brands are kind of like ruining the world of retail a little bit. What are some of your thoughts on that? Retail, anything on clearance, baby, you got to get it. Like if it's on a sale, baby, mm, you best buy it because you're going to think back about that time and you're going to regret it. And my advice is just sell it, sold it, buy it. Well, that's one way to put it. But for real, though, which brands do you think are quite harmful to the way that things are going in this current day and age with all the retail clothing brands and whatnot? Don't be afraid to name names, by the way. It's not like we're going to get sued on our little humble campus station. Can you just explain a little bit? I, I'm a little lost. <laughs> our previous guest, Emiliana, was explaining to us about how some fast fashion brands are a little bit on the rise as of late. So, for example, we have such brands as Sheen and Fashionova who are producing what is considered to be kind of like cheap, disposable sort of like clothing that people buy, but they don't really seem to put them to good use because a lot of Sheen items proclaim to have like this very sort of like vast quality about them, but then they're not made of the best fabric in the world and they kind of just, it's like a wear and tear type of thing. And it sort of promotes a little bit of a wasteful consumption type of culture in our current society. Oh, I don't approve of this at all. I had no idea. I. I knew some of this was going on. The only way we could probably prevent this would just stay away from these clothing brands. And unfortunately, it's very hard to do so at the moment because everyone wants this now. And I'd say stay off Sheen and Fashion Nova. They got to go. Even though their clothes are really cute, I'm more of an in-store shopper. I like to go thrifting and find all the best clothing that they offer ah and that leads us into our next topic which thank you by the way that was actually a very humble way to put it and not to mention a very sophisticated pr trained answer give it up for him y'all thank you thank you thank you thrifting i love thrifting uh finding new jewelry to to wear or just to bring home f to to make new jewelry out of you know old jewelry it's it's one of god's greatest gifts i'd say um one of my favorite thrift stores would have to be Revival's Angel Angel View. We have Goodwill. Um, another hole in the wall would be Thriftology. Uh, it's located right here in uh, Palm Desert, actually. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> but uh, some of the, uh, some of the things that I would do, um, just go in and then see how you feel, see what's calling your name and. What do you think will look good on you? You know, bend, bend your gender and break your rules and just follow you. That's a wonderful way to put it. <laughs> so when something calls my name, it's usually, it's usually right. I I don't really try to deny anything that's coming my way. I am the type of person to 
explore and try try it on and it see how it feels and most of the time it's working for me i'd say our listeners cannot see right now but if y'all go follow him on instagram be sure to tag your ig in here you can find me on instagram at julian salazar with two z's where do you usually get your inspirations from like you know style wise my style i'd say comes from the year 2000 i try to create outfits that best describe if you were to live in the year 2000 basically like snapbacks and flannels and ripped jeans and long baggy pants all of the goods the halter tops the low-rise jeans the platforms yes juicy couture baby fat oh my god the y2k throwback is real period we'll keep going you know tell us a little bit more <laughs> what would you like to know i guess when did your style sort of like first come in like when did you really start to take a lot of inspiration from that decade my style i'd say came in right after high school before i would just throw on maybe like a white shirt, maybe some jeans, still make it look cute, but it wasn't me. I felt like after high school, I really got into who I was and what I wanted to look like. I'd best describe myself as like being in the year 2000. And I really want everything to be transformed back to the way it was. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. More of like a fine utopia in a sense. My fashion sense did come in when I was maybe 18. If you were to own a clothing boutique, what would it be called? I'd call it Jules Rules. <gasps> and Rules with a Z also. <laughs> Y'all better be listening to this. Y'all better get your investment money coming in. Come on now. We, we're interviewing a trendsetter right here. Oh, thank you. Stop it. Tell us some of your favorite go-tos. What does every girl boss need to have on her person at every given moment? Like kind of like what's in my bag right now? Mm-hmm. I'd say Vaseline, Aquaphor. Lip gloss? Lip gloss, thank you. A lip tint, I'd say. We need to have some peptide on you as well. Maybe some highlights so you can stay golden and stay beautiful. And moisturized. Oh, absolutely. Make sure that that face card is never declined. <laughs> which, by the way, on your end, is absolutely flawless. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you, Angelo. I try not to be too sweet. You know, we have to have a little edge around here. I don't know what it is or what type of black magic voodoo you got on you, but whatever it is, seems to be working. I've heard my juju is quite good. Julian's juju? May that also be a potential name for a <laughs> floundering business that is yet to be established? Julian's juju. Each will separately. Battery's not included. <laughs> yeah, coming your way. Describe to the listeners the outfit that you have on right now and the inspirations that come with it. Right now, I do have a black tee on. I also have with me a black blazer and my, what would I call these? Trousers? <laughs> If, if we're in the UK, yes, but that's not absolutely a bad thing. I mean, in case you haven't been able to tell, Daniel K. Palmer, shout out to Daniel if you're listening, from Daniel. Australia all the way in LA. He's actually straight up told me that I'm not a real American. How do you feel about that? Uh, it's a huge compliment. He even said, I've come to a conclusion that you're not a real American, and I mean that in the best way possible. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, if, unless you like it. I, girl, I love it. Oh, period. Yeah, because I've always been enticed by everything from the UK and Japan. Not just from being into Japanese anime, but also because I absolutely love everything about London, from the fashion to the culture and their music. I plan on probably moving there one day. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to visit London or Japan one day, at least. I could definitely see you modeling for one of their runway shows, that's for sure. Oh, thank you. Maybe one day. Your ideal location spot for Fashion Week, where would that be? LA, for sure. Or New York. If you had to pick one of the two, which one would, you, would be your automatic go-to? Oh, L.A., baby. I love the beaches. I love my people out there. Um, 
New York. I haven't been there, but uh, I'd love to get to know her. <laughs> the Big Apple? Yeah, absolutely. What do we know about her? She's voluptuous. A lot of civilians there can be quite rude and direct in comparison to us Californians. However, comma, we kill them with kindness. All the time, baby. We do. We're too classy for that. Yeah, you know, keep it classy. Come on. Always keep it sassy, but very classy. Never trashy. Mm-hmm. Even if it means having to expose your midriff once in a while. I mean, everyone needs to show off a little body sometimes. I could say the same for you, of course. Oh, I love to show off my body. I think this is God's greatest, greatest creation right here. You know, the body, the mind, the soul. Get to reveal yourself once in a while to really figure out who you are. Mm, your body is your temple and a work of art indeed, if I may say so. Thank you. Y'all, what is this man doing to me? I... <laughs> I'm just smiling, I promise. <laughs> That's what he wants you to believe. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, do tell your nails. They are fabulous. My nails came from my friend Tatiana. And what I'm going for is nude. So, different colors of nude are on my fingers. There's about four different colors here. So, I really wanted something simple something plain jane something not too flashy but still sexy and i think i achieved you did you ate not to mention we love the little detail in between about how on your middle finger there it's like a certain type of terracotta orange and yes yes you are absolutely welcome to flip everybody off as you should no not you angelo i can't flip you off Oh, girl, I don't give a f I love when people flip me off. It's like when people call me bitch, I say thank you. It's a compliment to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not like most people. That's the thing. I'm getting to learn that, actually. Yeah, you know, some, just like some people are used to being choked, other people are used to being called certain things, mm -hmm. degrading or not. What, do you like to be choked or slammed? Depends on the, <laughs> on, on the timing of it. You know, as a green belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, one always has to be prepared for any type of encounter whatsoever. Wow, you said Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, green belt here. Congratulations. I try. They always put me on the girls' team anyway, so, you know. No, that's impressive. I, I've always wanted to do some type of... That's a sport, right? Yes. Some type of sport like that. Yeah, you can learn a lot more from fiction than you can in reality, people. Remember that. Or just read a book. Or, you know, or that. Absolutely. <laughs> Go support Britney Spears' autobiography, The Woman in Me, released October 24th, 2023. It's an amazing New York Times bestseller right now. I need to read that right now. I'm going to the store right after this, and I'm going to go pick me up a copy or two. Let's do it. Let's go. Shopping! Britney Spears. Sing a little something. Sing a little something for our audience, then. What would you like me to do? You know, sing any song that sort of comes to mind that fits with the Y2K, that fits with the glamorous aesthetic. Um, let me give you a little something. All right, Julian Salazar, ladies and gentlemen, about to perform. Cause you know that, baby, I'm, I'm your biggest fan of fault. Mm -mm -mm, you love me, Papa, paparazzi. <laughs> that's all for you <laughs> hey thank you thank you thank you, you ate that up you ate that up gaga <laughs> if you're listening right now sign him to your label please thank you gaga i love you i miss you precisely exacto mundo licious well we're almost out of time on the pop culture pop quiz podcast but before we have our closing remarks 
we'd love to hear a little bit more from you, Julia, and tell us what has it been like being in our humble little campus station on this very eventful day? It's been quite an experience. Let me start off by saying thank you for having me on the show, Angelo. Thank you, COD Roadrunner Radio Station, for allowing me to express how I feel. And I really feel like this is something that's going to help us in the future. And I'm really glad that you're helping me with it. And I just want to get off my chest. Mama, I love you. And that is everything. (laughs) That was the Pop Culture Pop Quiz Podcast. We'll see y'all later right here on COD Roadrunner Radio. Your music, your voice, your station. This has been Angelo. Peace.